What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Moose Milk Podcast. This is episode 106. And this week we got our special guest, Bowser. Bowser, vaping Bowser. He vapes. That's dope, dude. Look at that smoke. That's so sick. I know. I'm loving it. So fucking cool. And all you have to do is just put water in his mouth and it vapes. That's sweet. I know. Toys, man. They're wild. Toys, baby cray. Um, yeah, this is episode 106, and this week we'll be covering Last of Us finale, as well as The Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 3. Yeah, we will. With spoilers, so be prepared for that. But first, how's my friend Matthew? My friend Matthew is good. He's been busy and dealing with grandma stuff still, so. I'm sorry, buddy. It's all good. Nothing that can be done about it, you know? Sure. That is true. Sure. Yeah, and then I see you are Tony Danza's short right leg, which is I am Tony Danza's short right leg this week. Excellent, excellent. I miss Tony Danza. Me too. Wait, no, I don't. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Me neither. Um, yeah. How are you? I'm, uh, I'm living Gregory life. KTV founder of television. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I'm I'm mentally drained and exhausted, and I uh, I watched so much stiff stuff this week that I. You watched could, so much stiff this week. So much stiff. Ooh. I uh, I probably watched like Jordan from Canada forty five hours worth of content this week. So, what's up, Jordan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The list you sent me, I was like, who is yeah. this person? I. <laughs> it's the only thing that shuts my brain off is I got to focus <laughs> on other things and like, it's just yeah, it's like a second full time job at this point of me watching stuff. It's it's ridiculous. It was, it was funny because. Uh, me and Kate were at dinner and I was actually just talking to her about how I'm like every week when we do our the pod I always feel like I watch nothing and then Ryan comes to the table with all the stuff that he's watched and then like literally like 15 minutes after you text me your list and I'm just like look at this <laughs> I, I like in another life I would have been like a fucking tv episode reviewer for some like it's crazy man. website or newspaper or something like that but i, I get uh, it though because keeping some having something to keep you busy yeah especially when you're like struggling with like mental health stuff or any just anything yeah. just not in a good headspace like yeah that's the same as customizing for me is it's like it keeps you busy and it keeps your mind yeah, occupied keeps your mind yeah. moving right yeah. yeah so and i'm just like so exhausted and drowsy all the time that it's like something i can do that doesn't require energy and like you know any physical exertion i'm just like might as well be a carrot on the couch you know it's just like here here we go oh my god i'm a carrot yeah exactly and rob schneider you know rob schneider is the carrot stapler um but yeah so uh fucking watto man love watto that was good to your mother I love how much stuff you're working on right now. It's fucking wild. Yeah, I have, I'm looking over right now. I have two figures that are ready to be put back together. I have. I saw your next um, Paul Sun Young Lee heads. I have a Grand Inquisitor head, a Deadpool head, and two Machu heads, and Watto. And I'm working on a bunch of accessories for Paul. And you're working on, or maybe you finished it, um, Jesse's figure. Yeah, I forgot to put them together. I just finished clear coating them both, so they're That's done. Awesome, I know this camera is not ideal, but yeah, they're. They're both. I got like the head sculpt for uh, like the first custom I made of him. Yeah, it's really good, man. Yeah, man. I really love both of them. I think they both turned out really good. 
I hate how the camera never focuses when you want it to. I know. But I, know. I, don't know. I, know. Just, just I could just set up a second camera, but I'm like, nope. Yeah, it's so much work, dude. Um, <laughs> so what what did what, you watch this week? Did you watch anything exciting? Yeah, I just watched my usual shit. I watched Last of Us, obviously. Really, yeah, excited for that. And then uh, I watched... Uh, I've kind of been getting into this thing where I watch Bad Batch and Mando back-to-back. So, like, I kind of designate the end of my night on Wednesday to... Star Wars hour. Tuesday or... night to kind of, like, watch everything while it's all fresh. Yep. And, uh, and yeah, so I, I, I watched uh, Mando first, and then I watched Bad Batch. We'll talk about Mando in a minute. But, yeah, Bad Batch was uh, another good episode. It kind of seems like they're moving the story along. Uh, spoiler alert for Mando, or for are, Bad Batch. Where, how far into the season are you now? Like, eight, nine? Bad Batch? Yeah. Uh, no, we're long in. I think we're, like, 11. Oh, okay. So it's almost. I can't done, remember it. Right? Like sixteen. It's pretty close. I think it's sixteen. Okay. We're getting close. But like, uh, it's interesting because this time they went to this like spoilers for the latest episode of Bad Batch. They go to like this like uh, planet uh, to like hide away from like someone that they kind of just defected from, like they they moved away from. Yeah. And uh, they find this like place that's just like open to people like chilling and living like basically like a retirement community and it kind of left with them kind of thinking they were going to like stay there so maybe they're going to like finally like move the story forward or i don't yeah but, yeah it seems like we're, there's like some like change to the like you know like the status quo finally so like we'll see i mean obviously if we've got five episodes left then like we're not gonna just there'll be a shake up to them being retired but like yeah, yeah, I feel like that we're actually doing something. So it's that trend, man. It's like, oh, the cop, the last day before retirement, he's got one last case to solve, you know? <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so I don't know. But I mean it was it was a pretty good episode again. So yeah, I That's liked so, it. I'm glad you're enjoying the season. I'm well, I mean it's start I'm there's bits. I mean it's been I, shaking. Yeah, yeah, it's not as good as the first season for sure, but it's yeah. it's there's been some stuff that's been cool. Um and then the only other thing I watched was uh we watched we were in a rom com mood this weekend, so we finished it tonight. We watched uh It's Complicated. You ever seen that? With Meryl Reynolds? Street. No, Meryl Street and uh Alec Bald Baldwin and uh Steve uh fuck, what's his name? Steve uh Carell? No, white white hair, kind of older. He always hangs out with Marty Short. Oh, Steve He's Martin. In. Steve Martin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not a Steve Martin or Alec Baldwin fan, so I know you're uh, not. yeah. I, I, I'm probably not up my alley, but it's pretty fun though. It's, it's yeah. funny, it's a funny movie, and yeah, it's good. And other than that, just my usual like weekly shows. Podcasts and shit, yeah. Yeah, Toy Amigos, Weekly Planet. I was actually gonna send you I listened to uh, a spoiler review of like The Last of Us from the Weekly Planet, those Australian guys I like. Yep. And I was going to send it to you because there's just so many little things in there that I thought that made me laugh. But they did. Tr- they did talk about season. They did talk about uh, uh, the, the second game. So like, I kind of have some knowledge as to what happens in the second game now because they mentioned it in their in their thing. So yeah, I try not to like watch or listen to anybody's reviews of the episodes until we do this because like, oh, I really? yeah i try not to like get my brain soaked in with other people's thoughts on on things like i just kind of want to focus on my own thoughts and then say what i got to say and then i'll see what other people are saying on it kind of thing interesting I, i'm the opposite i like well, to see because i, I don't like, want because sometimes i like to like hash out exactly what i think in my mind right because like even again like not to 
you know, get too far into this, but like I have a friend who waited for all the last of us to be finished. And over the last couple of days, he's just binged it all. Yeah. My sister's doing the exact same thing. And like one of the complaints I had about this newest episode, uh, my friend didn't notice because he was just like, I just absorbed it as one big unit. So right. like, it, it, like I didn't really notice the complaint that you're making. So, but to be fair, I didn't really notice it either. Like yeah, I, I, we're on very different pages on that episode. Yes, we'll get we to are. it. But I, yes, I think yeah. we're on opposite pages on that, and we're on opposite pages on Mandalorian. So yes, we are. Yes, yeah, we so, are. Um, it's it's gonna be an interesting conversation to have on both of those. But um, yeah, no, I I just feel like if I it like taints my viewpoint if I hear everybody else's thoughts That's on fair. things where I go like, oh, everybody's overwhelmingly like like this or pointing out this, and I didn't even think of that kind of thing. Like. I kind of just like to go into it with an open mind and then afterwards I'll, I'll check out a couple of reviews and check out like a spoiler podcast or something like that. And then go, mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't think of that or I didn't see that or I didn't catch that or whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just like kind of going into it. Like my own thoughts. Thoughts. Yeah, yeah. I just sure. don't want it tainted. I get you. Um, I get it. You've been watching a lot. So why don't you get started on that? <laughs> I mean, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rush through this because um, I don't want to spend like an hour talking about what I watched. But uh, I literally watched about like 45, 50 hours worth of product. You need so. to get a timer to like time bad, your it's list. Really bad. Um, so I'm still watching both Survivors, Australian and US. Uh, recommend Australia. Not sold on the US yet. Um, I went on oh, like, like two weeks in or three weeks in now. Three. I think weeks, that's the right? third episode. Yeah. Um. I went on a reality show binge, so I'll get those out of the way now. Big Brother Canada started. It's terrible so far. Um, I, I don't understand. I'm, I mean, maybe I'm just really dumb. I love I love that Bowser. I, I honestly want that Bowser just because of how good it looks. It wasn't that expensive. But... The, pa the paint job on it is awesome. Uh, it made me buy... I, I I was like, okay, now I need a Mario and a Luigi. And yeah, the, totally. ones that were, the ones that looked the best scale-wise with this, this one's from the movie, and I didn't like the scale of the movie Mario and Luigi. Right, but went with import ones and they're like so expensive. Yeah, but I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah, and well, I bought a link too. Nice, nice. Yeah, man, I would love like a good all like all like Nintendo toys like Zelda, Link. Metroid, they have a line that's relatively Santa. cheap, but I bought all the import ones because I yeah. like them better. So. Fair enough. Um, yeah, big like for me, reality shows like Big Brothers. Like I don't know. I think you're in the house for like 75 days, something like that. That's crazy. And the chance and the like award for winning the show is a hundred thousand dollars. And I'm like, that's just not enough money. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I'm poor as shit. A hundred thousand dollars would change my life, but like 75 days away from family and friends locked in a house, and you have like a one in 16 shot of even winning. And I mean, the chances are like decent better than playing the lottery or something don't get yeah, me wrong yeah. but for a hundred thousand dollars i'd go go fuck yourself man like a hundred grand is nothing i mean a hundred grand isn't that much but when you put it into perspective it's three months not even three months yeah i mean it's it's take me three plus years to make a hundred grand my point is is like most like the u.s version is 500 grand most reality shows are a million dollars like canada's a hundred grand i'm like Guys, you got to up that, man. Shit. Anyway. Yeah. This season sucks, so That's I wouldn't even recommend it. Um, and then, yeah, the Challenge World Championship started. It's a Paramount Plus um, version <laughs> of the challenge. Uh, yeah. 
uh, look, I used to be a diehard fan of Big Brother. You were. I remember you being um, a hardcore Big Brother like fan. Early Big Brother up to like season 10. I watched, like I didn't miss an episode. I like fucking was obsessed with that show and it went downhill like superbly downhill. Like it's, I can't even watch the US version anymore. It's terrible. Mm, um, Canada started pretty like poorly because they had no budget at all. So it, like it looks like I made like games in my backyard and had people play for it. Like it was terrible. Um, it's gotten better, but now it's, it's back down. And like, it's just, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't know, like 20 year olds that all want like fucking internet fame and they're all like models and like looking to get like, you know, internet famous and shit. I'm just like, sure. eh, I'm sick of this shit, man. Um, but yeah, I watched the challenge and then, uh, what else? Oh, uh, the show called outlast that's just came up on Netflix. It's like a survivalist show um in alaska they get like i don't know i think it's 16 people surviving in alaska but you have to work in teams it's it's fine it's everybody on the show is unlikable which makes it kind of fun because you're not rooting for anybody and they're all terrible people but um they all want to like backstab each other and i'm like yeah if you put a bunch of like people that aren't well off on a show together they're going to do anything to win a million dollars it's true just the way it is Yep, it's true. Um, Talk about dangling the carrot. Yeah, you just dangle a million dollars in front of people. Like I'll drown somebody in a bathtub for a million dollars. Like, sure, <laughs> take that, take that, you know, to the courts. I don't, I don't care. Um, okay, I feel so like yeah, we need to have like segments on this show, and one of them should be, "What would you do for a million dollars?" Oh, almost anything, honestly. Like, drown a baby in the bath. I didn't say baby. <laughs> I drown a man. I drown a person. I mean, million dollars is a little cheap for a baby. Million five, we'll talk. Okay. Um, like where your head's at. Yeah, babies are innocent. I mean, they don't deserve to die, but million five, <laughs> I can buy a lot of babies. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm still okay. So I'm still watching that shrinking show that's on Apple TV. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jason Siegel, nice. he's fucking awesome in it. Nice. Harrison Ford. I nice. uh, can't remember the other actress's name, but she's awesome in it as well. Um, really, really good. I, I really enjoy the show. Um, nice. That's awesome. Then, uh, yeah, The Patient, which is a Steve Carell show that I completely missed. I guess it was on uh, FX and Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, it's with Steve Carell, and he plays like a psychologist um, that gets kidnapped by a serial killer. <laughs> oh, so it's and... like not a funny. Is it fun? It's not. Funny. Oh no, it's like dramatic as shit. It's it's it's. Um, it's like a horror drama basically, but like he gets kidnapped by a serial killer and the serial killer, like basically chains him to in his basement is like, um, I want you to help me stop killing people. Oh, Oh damn. That's kind of cool. And so Steve Carell's like trying to like be a psychologist to this fucking serial killer. But meanwhile, he's like chained in the basement and doesn't know if he's going to live or die. And, um, it's an interesting idea. Steve Carell and, uh, Dom Hall Gleason are the two like main characters and they're excellent in it. Um, the show's a little paint by numbers. It's it, it, like I kind of predicted exactly how it was going to go, and then it kind of went that way. And I was like, "Well, that's kind of disappointing." But uh, it's really well acted. It was really well done. Nice. Um, the new Burt Kreischer uh, stand-up is on Netflix called Rascal. There, there is. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it came out on Tuesday. Oh, I'm watching tonight. It, it, it's it's good. It's funny. It's not as good as his first three. Nah, that's too bad. I, I liked it a lot and like I laughed a lot, but I was like, uh, it's just missing something and I don't know what it is, but it's just not as good as this first three in my opinion. Mm, but that's too bad. I liked it. I enjoyed it and I laughed. I laughed a bunch. So cool. I recommend I'm sure it. I'll still laugh. 
Um, I need to watch the new. Uh, what's that other one that the Jim Jeffries? The Jim new Jim Jeffries. Yeah, I can try. Yeah, it's good. Um, what else do I got? Oh, the new Ted Lasso started season three of Ted Lasso. I love that show. It's really good. Um, yeah, season, I recommend new season off to a good start. It's only one episode. Like uh, they do it weekly too. So, but it was off to a okay. good start. Yeah, I think this is the last yeah. season, or it's rumored okay. to be the last season. So, um, what else do I got here? Still missing. Morgan is a true crime show on Disney Plus. Four episodes. Um, I enjoyed that. And then I just watched Boston Strangler, which is a two-hour movie, another true crime uh, based on real events, also on Disney Plus, at least in Canada. Uh, Did he strangle his victims? Is that why he's called the Boston Strangler? No, he uh, strangled chickens. He was a chicken strangler, actually. Oh. I'm just joking. Oh, okay. he strangled. Say, he str- that sounds like a joke. So it was a joke. <laughs> he strangled a bunch of women, and it was okay. terrible. Um, Imagine, yeah, they just call him the chicken strangler, but it's too long, so they just call him the Boston Foster, strangler. Yeah. yeah, he just happens to like axe people's feet off or something, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it took place in the seventies. It's oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, man. Thanks, uh, Steve Carell's awesome. True, I love Steve Carell. That sounds incredible. The Steve Carell one. He's a fantastic actor. I'm it's, not a huge uh, Steve Carell fan. I like him when he's funny, but I can't I can't take him serious when he's dramatic. It's hard because you always see him as always as always. Uh, as the office. Well, Steve Carell. before before the because like I didn't watch the office until way later. Right. But before that, all I saw was Brick Tamlin. And then Oh yeah, that's too. Yeah. And then once I saw the office, that like completely took over and I was just like, all I see is fucking Michael Scott yeah. waiting for him to say something crazy. I mean, he's definitely like typecasted in my brain as that, but clearly, I mean, he's getting, he has so many different shows and so many movies and stuff that like he never got actually typecasted. But it's weird how that works because, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, think of the Friends actors and actresses, like, outside of Jennifer Aniston, like, really, I mean, I guess you could say um, Courtney Cox, Courtney Cox, but like, she's basically only really done screaming. Yeah, true that. And some shows and stuff, but like, yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't know. The rest of that cast kind of hasn't really done a whole lot, so I don't know. It's yeah, weird how certain, it's like certain Joey actors and Ross yeah. and friends and yeah. like, like that's all you get, right? Yeah, pretty much. Well, you can't forget Ross did did do Breastman. He sure did in like nineteen ninety seven. Wow. Uh... Um. <laughs> and then I just watched uh, Cocaine Bear. Oh, uh, nice! I saw that on your list. Yeah, it was. I want, fine. I want to watch. I want to watch it with Kate next week. I didn't think it needed like it's nowhere near the hype level that it got in my opinion. Oh, really? It was totally fine. But <laughs> Jesus Christ. And Neil says, yo, I just started watching Narcos, so now Pedro Pascal dick is fully in my mouth. Narcos is an excellent, excellent show. <laughs> That's great. Pedro Pascal. Oh, I think so we just burst in here. No high, no, no nothing. No. Just first comment. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, Cocaine Bear was fine, but like the hype level it got, like, oh my god, this movie's incredible. I'm like, it was totally fine. I didn't it, really hear anyone describe it as incredible. I heard people just say it was a good, it was a fun time. It's 90 minutes, so it's super short. Perfect. That sounds um, great. It reminded me of like Sharknado. And yeah, like, I figured it was going to be like a parody kind of movie, like Tremors and stuff like that, where it's like. The acting is not very good. It's very silly. It's it's totally fine. But 
um it didn't blow me away it was fine uh do you watch you watch from i don't even know what that is so you'll have to fill me in um there was something else neil you said that ryan would like we were talking and we were dming on instagram and i think it was you anyway that said does ryan watch this because he would like it and i said i don't know man ryan watches fucking everything so it's hard to i say. watch as many things as i can um <laughs> I don't I think that's pretty much it. Still watching Jeopardy every night. Nice. And oh, it's like a horror version of Lost. That is what you were talking about. I haven't even heard of it, so this is definitely something I'd be into. Yes, it's got the element that you would be into of Lost and Lost in horror. horror. Yeah. I'm going to type it into my phone right now. What's it streaming on if you don't mind me asking? I don't know why you would, but um <laughs> He's like, "Oh my god, that is yeah. fucking rude." Way too you... personal. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's so good it just got renewed for season two cool i uh if I you have when you get new stuff from people in the oh chat. i love it uh if you haven't watched yellow jackets yellow jackets is definitely like a horror version of lost as well so i got i got uh my friend brett and my friend brian into yellow jackets i really want to watch it i don't get the vibe that kate's really on board <laughs> they both they both were like holy shit the show is so good like i wish i would have listened to you a year ago when you told me to watch it i'm like yeah man <laughs> Yeah, man, you should listen to me. I'm fucking baller as fuck. Um, if Kate, like, hmm, I she, I know she's very like uh, tough to please with like storylines and stuff like that. But like, it's a all female cast for the most part, so I think she might be. It's like, like a, a, is it a cannibal? There's cannibalism in it. Is that a spoiler though? I don't know. But I'm not gonna say. I'm going okay. to say it's about a female soccer team that crashes and has yeah. to survive together on, on on like in a plane. My wife so. kind of has these like trigger things that she doesn't like that, yeah. yep and it's kind of like as soon as that's there she's like yeah i'm not doing this yeah she probably won't like the show yeah um i recommend it season two starts in a week and a half so you start in a week and a half uh i stream everything illegally that's not on disney plus so okay yeah. um yeah I'll, I'll find it illegally then or i'll ask my friend to get it for me so yeah no worries um that's everything I watched. Obviously, Mandalorian and Last of Us as well. But um, obviously, I recommend The Patient for anybody that hasn't checked that out. And um, the uh, Boston Strangler movie that I just watched—it came out yesterday on Disney Plus, and um, it's got Kieran Knightley as like the main actress in it. It's pretty solid. I, I, I enjoyed it, so I recommend that as well if you're into that kind of shit. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a it was a busy week of watching stuff, and I finished Bioshock Infinite my replay of Bioshock oh, nice. Infinite uh, tonight. So That's lovely. Yeah. Uh, next week, obviously, is a huge week. This is the week of Ryan for Ryan. Um, what's, this, I'm what's next week? I'm going to see Scream 6 tomorrow. Word. So I will be able to talk about Scream 6 next week. Nice. Friday, uh, the new Fall of Boy. Oh, it's supposed to be incredible. Hearing good things. So we'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll have a full review next week without spoilers. Um. Friday, the new Fallout Boy and the new Depeche Mode album comes out, so I'm very excited for that. And then also the new Resident Evil game comes out on Friday, so I'll be streaming yeah. that next weekend. Um, Mr. Content this week. Yeah, so it'll be a good week for Ryan Content. And then Sunday, next Sunday, Succession and uh, Yellow Jacket Season 2 starts. So. Drink from the teat of Moose Milk yeah, next buddy. weekend. I'll, I'll force myself into this review industry, whether you like it or not. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> Neil says, if Pedro Pascal is not in it, I'm not interested. <laughs> we are like a little, I am getting a little concerned about Pedro Pascal, like oversaturation where he's in like every major show. I'm like, e- uh, <laughs> do you write any fan fiction? I find big TV watchers have good ideas and big imagination. I have wrote like fan fiction in my head, but like not like for public consumption. No, like not in like a creepy, like, Hey, I just turned you know zelda and mario into a porno but like um, that's mine yeah uh i have like thought of ideas for how like, are you gonna fit that whole triforce in here <laughs> <laughs> oh mario oh mama mia <laughs> i'm a plumber i figure it out and then the lady in the tramp some spaghetti and uh <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> we just got banned in six countries <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, I have thought of ideas for episodes of shows like Always Sunny. I, I I have thought of a few actual ideas for that show that I would love to see episodes of. And like, um, I always thought that Lost should come back as like a, a new season, but like set like with a different cast. And um, it's like other people getting trapped on the island in some way and like really change up though, like the mysteries and like the action. Like, I love Lost, I will watch Lost forever, but um, I know a lot of people fell out of love with that show, but um. Yeah, it's you one of my. Didn't. Oh, it's just one of my favorite casts and storylines, and you couldn't you couldn't do it with the same cast because all those actors and actresses like have moved on dramatically. Yes, of course. Of Eventually, course. Lily has absolutely lost her mind. So you know, um, that's fair. But oh, yeah, that's um, cool. Neil says Walt from Lost is the main character from. Oh, nice! That's dope. They really there fucked that character up on Lost. So that's really uh, listen. You're really pushing this into Ryan's territory here. Oh, uh, you had me at hello. You had or, me at Lost. You had me at Pedro Pascal. Um, Pascal. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. If I can uh, find a, a copy of it, uh, I'll watch it this week. Also, uh, wait, something else starts Tuesday or Wednesday. On, I don't really? remember what it was now. Yeah. Uh, I feel like something else starts this week, but I can't remember what it is now. So. Oh, shit. Gory as fuck. Ah, right up my alley. Perfect. Purple. <laughs> You're checking all the Ryan boxes. Um, That's funny. You want to start with Mandalorian? Yeah, sure. All right, You go first. No, you go first because I've been talking for the last 45 minutes. Ah, that is borderline true. Um, yeah, so spoilers. Let's put the little spoilers thing up. Boop, yeah, boop, hell, boop. Yeah. hell yeah. Okay, hey guys, so spoilers for Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 3. Um... Okay, so my thoughts on this. So yeah, me and Ryan definitely have different thoughts. Uh, I like this like a lot, to be honest. I, I don't like. I have uh, issues with certain things about it, but I mean, as a whole, I thought it was really good. I'm mixed on it because I love the story aspects on it. Like I loved the whole interstitial they did outside of Mandalorian and Grogu stuff, like the whole middle part of the episode. I, I actually, I love you mean those, but the scientist and the girl soldier yeah. from yeah, Gideon ship. Yeah. Yeah. Like the whole empire side of things, yeah. the fall of the empire, all that stuff. I, I, I liked all that story wise. The show doesn't feel like the Mandalorian at all. The episode didn't feel like the Mandalorian. It felt like I was watching a completely different show and it felt way more like Andor than it did. Definitely felt like Andor. Yeah. And I definitely agree with that. It just doesn't fit the tone or the the style of Mandalorian at all. And um, it felt paced weird. It felt 
awkward the way it moved from the beginning section with Mando and Grogu into into like I don't know very like wordy dialogue heavy like political conspiracy what's going on talk like it just doesn't fit the show that's and I I felt that like it just didn't work as an episode at all for me but I liked what I got at. like I'm very mixed on it because I liked I liked the story aspect I like that they're touching on like what happens after the empire falls and like how did the world like recoup that and like move on from that and like trying to put the pieces back together from this like massive thing that was like galaxy wide and like um the people that worked for the empire like it, it just i don't know i liked all that shit but um the episode as a whole i thought was like an absolute mess of a story yeah. like i just i I, I think it would have been, they would have been so like, you know, I like, it's like what I said to you is like, do I wish we would have had more Mando and Grogu and Bo-Katan split, sprinkled into the story of the scientist and the the girl or whatever? Like, yeah. yes, I do. I think that's the thing I don't like about it. But like, the thing I liked about this episode was I liked that. So like, Bad Batch this season is spending a lot of time talking about Camino and the clone the cloning process and it seems like we're getting it here now too right. I feel like they're really trying to flesh out like the whole Snoke right. being the Emperor's clone and I'm starting to wonder if like that we're going to get into that in either of these shows Bad Batch or um, because you know they're kind of like on Bad Batch last week they like you know there's been people like kind of saying rumors that like uh crosshairs who is like the bad batch guy who like defected and like went with the empire or whatever yep but they're saying that like there's a a thing going around saying that like you know what if he's snoke because like they kind of end where they're gonna like put him into this like tank thing or whatever and yeah so i don't know i mean i don't don't think that's probably the case but i mean the fact that we're spending so much time talking about Camino and the Caminans who like do all the cloning and like what happens to the clones that like were existing in you know like we're touching on that in Bad Batch we're touching on that in this so like it's it's yeah it's interesting to see so much conversation around that which makes me believe it's going to be important but like I said to you like you know again not to jump too far ahead but this whole like side piece that didn't have Mando or connect with Mandalorian at all about this scientist guy. Yeah. They really like focused a lot on him. And the whole time I spent the episode, like looking at all the things he was doing and trying to see like, all right, maybe this is going to be important somewhere down the line. He wants to continue his cloning, blah, 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 blah. And then we get to the end of the episode and she basically, you know, the girl that he's like, you know, I don't want to say they're falling in love, but like building a relationship with of some sort friendship or whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is ends up like, you know, basically backstabbing him and like getting him caught. Right. And it's just like the whole time the focus was on her, but like they played it like it was on the scientists. And I was just like, wow, I didn't see that. I didn't see how that was played out. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. I, I, I felt that she was leading him into a trap when they went on the, uh, the like, uh, the, like the train or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The de- well, the decommissioned ship too, when they were yeah. like getting on that, I was like, Oh fuck. Like, like I feel like she's leading him to like Moff Gideon or something like that. Let's like been hiding out on the ship or something like that. Mm. Um, and then like when her full like betrayal came to light, I was like, Oh, okay. But she's definitely like trying to get in the good graces of like, 
the people on Coruscant or whatever and to like help the Empire come back to light or like clearly she's just trying to get in good with the right people from my judgment on the episode which I think is cool and obviously like this could lead to like us seeing the rise of the First Order and like how that all comes to be and like all that kind of stuff like I think that's super interesting and I hope that like Snoke has some part of this because I think like that was the most interesting part for me in episode seven was like, Oh, we got like this weird, like new villainous empire guy guy that's like cool and like interesting. And then like episode eight just destroyed all of that. Mm -hmm. And I would like, I would love them to like fix that through side media and stuff like that. Kind of like what they've been doing with the MCU a lot. And yeah. um, Just like shitty parts of the, the, the franchise, like course correcting basically. Right. Let's make it better through, other shows and other yeah, mediums and everything like that. So um, I hope like we get more into like the cloning aspect and, and all that it's stuff. I think it'd be cool, but they need somebody to figure out how to write this show and make it sequential and, and work as a show. Like the Grogu and, and Mando stuff, like to me should have been completely left out of the episode. Yeah. But the thing is, then you can't have an episode of Mando where he's not in it. That's like book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I know, but like, if you set that up in the last last episode, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Neil says, "Does Bogatan still have the dark blade now, or is Mando going to continue to keep swinging it like swinging it around like a pussy?" I mean that that is my problem with the show too. Is they they've never given uh, um, the thing Mando is, anything is like, to it's like I, I said last it. week is like Bogatan made him look like a bitch twice yeah, totally in one episode. But that being said, this episode, I mean, I guess Bo was pretty badass in this episode too. Like, well, like flying and everything. Like, so that's what I was going to say is like that entrance to the episode with the, uh, um, the the flying the tie the tie fighters or whatever uh, that was fucking intense man my chasing palms were sweaty. them and they're going through the mountains and everything like that I was like that's one of the coolest like Star Wars like chase scenes they've done in yep. a long time if not I one agree. of the best all all time like I loved it I thought it was like oh this is what the show was missing is like some yeah. space fucking fights and like I loved all that but I like when they referenced uh, them being more difficult than they remember or whatever or something or like. Yeah, kind of making a comment that they're like just not like basically cannon fodder. I mean, yeah. they are, but you know. But even like just seeing uh, R five or whatever like roll around in the ship as they're like fighting and everything, <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. Like, I love it. But um, yeah, like the episode as a whole, like to me, I would have cut that whole entrance out and I would have added that into one of the previous two episodes and made it like longer episodes and had this as like like have it set up in the end of episode two of like, we need to get into the political side of this to see like what's happening on the empire side right now to create a villain for the rest of yeah. this, this season. And um, they just haven't done that. Like we, we haven't had the villainous aspect and now we're starting to get the little breadcrumbs in this episode, but it just feels like it's like kind of late in the season to just start showing you what, ha- what is happening. I don't know. But I hope like the next episode sets up like either like Moff Gideon never got yeah, put too. in prison or whatever, and he's out and he's. Well, this one, this one set that up. This one well, basically explained where Moff Gideon. I'm just hoping it's happens. not like six episodes down the line where we get that right. Like I'm hoping it's next episode where we yeah, go. Oh, I think we'll get it sooner is. than later. Yeah, because I mean the the plant the seed's been planted now, right? They've said like Moff Gideon escaped while they were transferring him. So right, it's all rumors and speculation, but like 
Yeah, they wouldn't say that if it wasn't yes. going to happen, though. Well, right? exactly. Like, that's the thing. That's the point of it being there. It's foreshadowing, as the yeah. experts call it. Um, Good on you. You know the terminology. Oh, I know stuff. I know so much stuff. Unbelievable how much stuff I know. Um, yeah, I like the I like I liked aspects of the episode. I just think it was a mess of a pacing issue. Like it was a mess that's of fair. a storyline issue, and um. Yeah, I liked I liked the the doctor uh, what was Doctor Pershing, Pershing. Yeah, uh, I thought he was like really interesting and really entertaining. I loved getting to know like like he seems like he actually had good intentions. Like yeah, it seems a waste to have all this knowledge about cloning and I could help people with this technology and and, and you know everything that I've developed for the wrong reasons and now I could use it for good and you're not mm-hmm. letting me and like we're destroying all this empire like tech. tech for no reason like we could use some of this and we can make our like people's lives better through this deck and you're just throwing it away because it belonged to evil people you know but again like even like how they i liked how you know like he you spend a couple days at work with him and you kind of see his opinion change on stuff and how he's like i wish i could feel like i could be doing more and they just keep bringing him shit and it's like um, you know, he, he you can kind of see in his mind he's like kind of paralleling it to what it's like for being with the Empire, right? It's totally like different sides, but basically the same, you know. And it's just like just do what you got you're told to do, kind of thing, but it, right? Like it reminded me of like World War II stuff, right? Like, like <laughs> as as dark and shitty as everything was during World War II, like we took a lot of stuff that Germany and everything was doing, and we used that for the betterment of of people through like stuff they discovered because of how awful they were. And like, it kind of felt like there was undertones of that as like the empire and like, Oh, we developed all this stuff for evil, but we can use it for good. Like, I like that stuff. I was like, this is yeah. super interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, Neil says, I wonder who's going to eat all those vanilla biscuits now. I hope they don't go to waste. Yeah. Like they're rations. They won't go to waste. They'll be there for like 70 years. They last forever. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I thought it was well acted, and I thought it was it was a interesting episode. But I just think they need to get the pacing better. I have to say, uh, I loved that opening scene with the tie tie destroyers or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, and then tie and then Din jumping out of the ship and like rocket packing to like. Yes. I thought that was really cool too. Um, but like, I also really liked the end when he went with him and Bo go back to the like other Mandalorians or whatever. And both of them are basically welcome into the clan. It makes me wonder if, um, uh, Bo-Katan's going to stick with that. Cause I feel like she's, you know, kind of was welcomed in and felt the love kind of felt like maybe that was the right path to kind of take. Like, I kind of get a feel that her, she's going to kind of change her ways. I don't, but, I, th- I think they're setting it up for that, but I have a feeling about the season's end. She's like, this isn't for me, yo. Like, I got to go do my own thing kind of thing. But I also kind of felt like they were kind of trying to set up like a little bit of a romance between t- between them. I don't know. Mm. Um, like, Grogu's are like, adopted love child, you know? <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm interested to see where it goes. And, like, Grogu's always going to be my boy. And, like, I think he's cute as shit. So, um, Little baby Grogu's. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants and very cute. But it just didn't fit the tone for the Mandalorian for me. It felt mm-hmm. like an Andor episode. Yeah, I think the part with the scientist felt like an Andor episode for sure. I definitely yeah. can't 
argue that. I'm almost surprised um, that this didn't happen during Andor. Like it felt like it was like a missing episode, you know? Totally. I mean, it definitely played the same tune that Andor played. So like, yeah, you know, like it's, you know, espionage, you know, trying to, you know, yeah. Even though Andor is like, I guess, like 20 years in the past of the show. Yes. Yeah. 30 yeah. years in the past or whatever. the fuck. Uh, Not that far, but yeah. 20, I guess. Or yeah, I can't remember the exact number. Like, I think episode four to episode six take place in like 15 years, years, isn't it? 15 years, yeah. Because I, I, I think, I think, I don't like very well. I think Luke's I mean, like in his 30s in episode three, isn't he? Uh, in episode four or episode uh, six, sorry. Uh, I think he starts as like a teenager, and then I think by episode yeah, six, I he's guess. supposed to be like yeah. 30, 31. How many years did original? I think it's 15, but I could be wrong. Trilogy span. Um, oh, that's not really helpful. Well, thanks. Oh, 30 years between original and sequel. Okay, so yeah, there's a pretty substantial amount. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I was clearly... I mean, they couldn't use it in Andor just because none of this has happened in Andor yet. Yes, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. It's it's it's. I'm interested to see where it goes, and I hope they keep building up the Empire, and we see like the beginnings of the First Order and everything like that. I think Me that'd too. be super that interesting. Be I agree. And uh, what's her face? The the uh, stormtrooper in Episode Seven. That's like silver or gold or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, Captain Phasma. Phasma. I hope they do something with that character. Ah, that I thought, would be really cool. I didn't I thought, think about that, but that would be cool. Like she looks so dope in episode seven. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a sweet character, and then like nothing happened with her. I was like, oh, yeah. She man. was the Boba Fett of the of the totally. sequel trilogy. So I would love if like they set her up as like a badass in this somehow, and then like kind of helped out episode seven, like looking sweet. That would be pretty cool for sure. It'd be cool to see her rise through. Yeah. Like she's yeah. a character we meet that maybe like that's not her name yet or whatever. We don't even get her last name. It's just like, you know, whatever her first name is. And then they're like, oh, you know, whatever. Jennifer Phasma, whatever the fuck her name is. Here you go. <laughs> you know, I hope it's not Jennifer, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Knights of Ren, hilarious. that would be dope too. That would be cool too. Yeah. That'd like there's a cool. lot of cool things that they could put into this show where I'd be like, oh, this is exactly what I want out of this. It'll be interesting to see because I feel like Disney has really distanced themselves from the the sequels. Well, like the show's taking, terrible. Well, even doing even taking like the Kylo helmet out of the opening like Star Wars flip too, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like a lot of people are being like, "Oh, they're trying to erase it," I've, which I've heard lots of websites say for a long time, but I don't believe that will ever happen. I feel like they'll do what they're doing now and use new shows to kind of retcon or make the later ones make more sense, but I don't ever see them getting rid of it. No. But I guess we'll see here because really it seems like that's where we're going, right? It seems like we're leaning into... Well, <laughs> I... <laughs> yeah, 100%. Or maybe I, some I... backstory to why Finn is such a pussy-ass bitch. I liked Finn in episode seven and then I was so disappointed with that character arc as well. So like me too. Um yeah, I, I would love if they retcon some of the shit out by like adding stuff, whatever, whatever they have to do to make episode eight and nine better would be awesome. Yeah. But um 
the show is doing bad. Like apparently the ratings are down like 25 to 30 percent from Man- last season. Mandalorian. Yeah. Mm. Apparently Disney's not happy with how bad it's doing. So interesting. Well, I mean, the thing is, is again, you can only do the same thing so many times. And well, until we get like the Jennifer Phasma the- spinoff. <laughs> Jenny Faz. Her, in- her friends call her Jenny Faz. It's a sitcom about her living in New York as a single woman. <laughs> that's funny no she lives in coruscant it's yeah well it's the equivalent of new york that's where the joke should have went but i'm not smart enough to make it um spend uh spend some time with phasma in the city (laughs) set on coruscant basically the same tone as she hulk but uh with phasma Phasma. she's a lawyer on the side but also working for the empire she's a badass bitch that can do two jobs and loves handbags She's a modern woman. Um, yeah. Do you I, have uh, that in silver? <laughs> <laughs> I really got to match my outfit for tonight. Um, yeah. I don't know. I. Uh, it's fine. We'll see where the season goes. I think it's only eight episodes. So I think we're. Yeah, I think we're, so. I think we're almost halfway. So. Um, what do you think of Last of Us episode nine? The finale. Um, I liked it. Um, I didn't love everything, but I did like it. I thought it was good. I feel like it was probably the weak, not maybe not the weakest, but definitely one of the weakest episodes of the whole show, though. I think, especially coming off of such an awesome episode eight. Yeah, like episode eight was like fucking intense, and uh, I really liked it. Yeah, I don't know. It was okay. I thought um, it, it like what happened in the end is kind of what I thought was going to happen to a certain degree, maybe a little bit more brutal, but um, definitely assumed. Well, I don't. I won't jump to it just yet, but yeah. I mean, some of it was stuff that I think I've said on the podcast. So uh, you yeah. you've had elements of the the finale, yes. right? Yes. And I just I couldn't say anything, obviously. But no, like, obviously, I'm glad you um, didn't. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to know. You've That's had elements of, the of it, of correct, not yes. knowing. Yeah, sure. I um, I disagree with you. Like, I think the episode was good. I think it was a solid episode. I don't think it's the weakest episode, but I also think it didn't do itself justice with its runtime and my my like whatever t- uh, taintedness of from the video game of like how the video game plays out and how the yes. show plays out is they skipped over so much. And good I stuff mean, too, right? Well, not necessarily just good stuff. Like it just. It didn't have the build that it needed to make the like end half of the episode feel like it was earned as as much. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I'm opposite on that because the thing is, is the part where we get to the compound or whatever and shit starts to happen. The hospital. Yeah, yeah, the hospital, whatever. Um, that's when I feel like it felt more like what we had what we had come accustomed to. So like. Like I, because the thing is, is like we have been leading to that all this time. Like the thing, I guess, like the difference is because you've played it out in a different scenario. There was a yes. lot more stuff that you did and you didn't get to see present here. So I guess in that sense, your knowledge of it probably doesn't help that situation. It right? it hurts my my vision right. of the episode, right? Like I, okay, like. <laughs> what's neil saying here so i have an image of meta swinging dark blade around like a bitch getting owned and fast forward to joel slaughtering a whole house of troops using whatever he can grab and just wondering what the fuck is wrong yeah you're not wrong you're not wrong at all 
Um, that so like okay the the start of the episode they needed they needed a big dramatic battle between infected and joel and ellie they needed that build of them like relying on each other and like in the game you go through like a whole tunnel system where there's like a bunch of like clickers and and infected and everything like that and they have to figure out a way through this tunnel to get to this hospital and i felt like the episode really needed that action sequence at the beginning i agree and the like the last half of the season basically had zero infected right yeah so that that was kind of my complaint. I also, I'm not gonna say I didn't like it, but the flashback to Ellie's mother giving birth to Ellie and how that all played out. Now, um, uh, Ashley Johnson, who plays uh, Ellie in the game, plays Ellie's mom in the show, which is basically what you know they kept, took Troy Baker last week. This was Ashley Johnson's, um, you know, character arc or whatever. But, um that's not in the game you don't get any of that you never meet ellie's right. mom like you know that's completely made up for the show i don't know if it needed to be spelled out that much I like agree. for me it, i think the scariest thing is not knowing to a certain extent and yep. um i also think like there's there should be interest always in these like um apocalyptic shows that like the characters should be interested in like can this be cured what caused this uh is there doctors or anything around that could solve this like is the entire earth gone is everywhere on earth gone is it just the yeah. united states like we we know that but do the characters know that like right, right. everywhere else is gone and well don't you think that if anyone had the chance to find a cure even if there was only an immediate bunker of people with them don't you think they would do it because i do yes but my, my my point is is like that was what the walking dead failed at for me was like in at season one of the walking dead, they care about the cure. They go to the CDC. They're like looking for like, is this solvable? And that's the last time they ever talk about like pretty well, as far mm-hmm. as I know, I stopped watching in season seven or eight. So maybe the last couple seasons Pick they thought up. about picked it up again. But for me, it was like, does not anybody care about is the entire earth gone? Because if the entire earth is zombies or infected, then what are mm-hmm. we doing? Why are we trying to, we're never going to cure this thing. Like we might as well just fucking put a bullet in our head and end it. Like there's, there's nothing else you can do at that point. Um, or build a spaceship and go to fucking Mars or the moon or something. Like, I don't know what else you do, but, um, the fact that like, they're actually trying to come up with a cure is what I like in the last of us is like, Oh, there's, there's, there is a possible solution out here that we could fix this. And there's still doctors yeah. and smart people in the world that are like, want to fix this. And I love that aspect, but to spell it out. So like, Oh, Ellie's mom was giving birth. And as she was giving birth, she got bit. And somehow that transmitted through the umbilical cord and gave her some kind of like, redu- re- uh, I don't know, whatever, like protection from the infection. And like, yeah, I was just like, ah, I don't know if you needed to spell it out that like point. I by agree. Point. I agree. Um, I don't think it really added anything to the show other than like seeing Merlena and Ellie's mom having like this lifelong friendship. I thought that was great. Like Ellie said, or Anna, I guess is Ellie's mom's name saying like, I want you to take care of her. Her name is Ellie. Then we get why Marlena is doing the things she's doing and and protecting her. And that that's fine. That's I think that needed to be said, but also seeing the, the opposing sides of Marlena and Joel's outlook at like saving her or, killing her to get a cure um i didn't feel like really was earned because i don't think marlena would just be like yeah we got to kill her like think of the yeah, best outcome, Joel. like yeah i agree 
I don't know. If it was my nephew or my my friend's kid or something like that, I'd be like, yeah, no, we got to talk about this a little more before we just kill her. You know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, I think the other thing I didn't really like about this, and this is why I was saying my friend said he didn't really feel like he noticed, but I felt like we went from, like, Joel being a pretty, like, um, I don't want to say downer, but... I feel like the beginning of this episode, they were really trying to sell that, like, there was, like, a deeper relationship between Joel and Ellie. And it's, like, all of a sudden, Joel's like, hey, tell a joke. I love jokes. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, like, well, it was I felt like it was a totally different character. It seems so, like. I don't just, I, I don't agree with you at all there. It seems so off to me. I don't know why. My friend like, said the same, so. Well, to me. It... No, like, what you're saying. Like, he didn't, he didn't, because he was, like, I don't really. Well, to oh, me, yeah. it was a build. Like he starts to see this the show off as somebody that's dealing with loss and somebody that yes. doesn't want to get attached to anything. Oh, and, I understood what they were trying to do. And by the end of the show, he's works. treating her as his daughter, and he's treating her as like he wants to make her happy, and he sees that she's so down. So let's do something that makes you happy. You like telling these stupid jokes. Yeah, it's a dad thing, right? Like it's a, like, hey, I got to figure out a way it to just make this kid like laugh a again. Lot to go from from where we last left off. That's all. Well, to me, I, I felt like the darkness of episode eight and how like fucked up that episode was for Ellie. And like, she's basically almost getting raped and eaten. Yeah. Um, Joel had to come out with like, he doesn't know what to say or how do, how do you fix somebody or how do you help somebody through that kind of trauma? Like it's, yeah, it's a very difficult thing to do. And for him to just go like, Hey, I'm trying to lighten the mood and cheer you up. And like, you like these dumb jokes. I'm going to, I'm going to yep. try that. Like, that's what it felt like to me. It was like him being like a dad and being like, I don't know how to fix you other than like, let's try to do something that you enjoy. And there's not much yeah. else you can enjoy in this universe, in this world. Yeah, like, really? So, yeah, I, I didn't. Um, yeah, I don't know. It didn't feel natural to me. Like, it just felt like a different character altogether. Like, just, I don't know. I yeah, really... I, I didn't it see st that. It stood, it stood out to me like big time as I was watching it. I was like, it doesn't really feel like Joel. Fair enough. I mean, I, to me, it does just I, I knew that was coming from the game of a little yeah, bit yeah. of like he ends up kind of liking the jokes and everything. Like, like I that, think but... we could have gotten a lot of that from the scene with the drafts, to be honest. Like... Well, so that scene's in the game. The draft scene yeah, I know is one of my I favorite moments of the game. It, but... And the, it didn't it didn't fit right in the show. It, I don't know what it was about the show versus the game for me, but in the game, it was very emotionally moving for me. And when we got to that scene, it felt like basically like you're holding your breath for the first 12 hours of the game. And then you finally get there. And it was like finally a moment of serenity of like, oh, we can enjoy something in this game. Like there's not infected right. chasing me. I, I can look at this beautiful animal and like have a moment of like taking in this beautiful scenery and this family of drafts walking through, you know, an apocalyptic city. Like mm -hmm. it felt like a very serene and beautiful moment in the game. And here it just it missed something and it missed a beat. And I can't tell you what that beat was, but it just didn't feel yeah, the same. Yeah. I wish I had that part of the game knowledge to like feel that. I mean, I felt again, like I felt like that was a good, a good, like an emotional piece. Like again, it didn't really make me cry or anything, but like I could feel like the levity of the situation happening. And like, yeah. it, you know, I felt like that did a better job at like showcasing um like um Joel uh, Joel's you know 
growth and like sure. as like you know more of like a father character to Ellie. Like that's the part that I felt like it made more sense, not the lighthearted bits in front of it. I was just put off by that. But that was the scene where I was like, okay, this this works for me on that level. Sure. But Neil, giant infected draft that bites off one of Joel's arms would have been much better. <laughs> That scene does remind me, uh, in the show at least, it reminded me exactly of Jurassic, Jurassic Part, Part 1. Yeah, with a, a Brachiosaurus. Or when they're yeah. feeding the Brachiosaurus in the tree, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I I love that part in the game, and it just didn't fit right for me in the show. But, like, mm. anyway, so we, we immediately, like, basically right after that, rushed to the hospital, and it felt like it was very... There needed to be more time and more of a journey of them getting to the hospital. To me, it felt like this should have been a 10, 10 episode series. Yeah. And episode nine needed to give space before this big finale. And it just, it felt like it was rushing to get to the hospital. And it just, yeah, it, it needed more time. But um, the hospital plays out basically the same as the game. Like, um, you kill way more people in the game. Like, I'm talking That's crazy. Like, like but you see, kill, when we switched back to that, I was just like, oh, here we go. Back to normal. You kill like 45 <laughs> guys in the hospital, like in the in the game. Like you're just running like every floor, every hole as you progress to f- find Ellie. You're killing like a dozen dudes Everyone, each floor. Yeah. Like you're just fucking wasting people. And like you're picking up their old weapons and their machine guns and shit. You're just fucking laying them all out. Yeah, and yeah. The, fel- the fact that the show was only like four people, I was like. Oh, come on, man. Like, it needed to be, like, 20 guys. Like, Yeah. I mean, it, I, it was still pretty gruesome. And, like, the thing is, is, like, he's just shooting people left and right. Like, he doesn't yeah. even, like... Yeah, he goes no full remorse, Rambo. Yeah. No fucking care. Just... Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. <sighs> well, and then, like, so in the game, when you get to the final room where Ellie is, right, Um, you have the doctor and, or, like, three doctors in the room, basically. this There was a doctor and two nurses. And the doctor, like, just like in the show, like, puts his hands up and is like, yo, like, don't kill me, basically. And in the game, you don't have to actually kill that guy. But uh, you do have to kill the two nurses, basically, mm-hmm. to get Ellie out of, the, like, to rescue Ellie, basically. Or I, I don't know if you have to, but I do every time. I I murder everybody in that room. Um, <laughs> and, it, like, and then you have to escape the hospital with her. So you're, like, basically, like, it becomes... Um, like a stealth game where you're like trying to like you're running, but you're like trying to make sure you don't go down a path where guys can see you with their flashlights because they're all looking for you. And they right. kind of basically just skipped over that entire moment and was just like, "All right, you're yeah. going and down she, to the yeah." Garage. She he kind of just gets her, and then she's that he's out. Yeah, it's like. But then, like the Marlena scene of uh, when he gets in the parking garage and Marlena's yeah. waiting for him, like that's straight from the game. That's one. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. And then we get the finale, which this is why I always felt the game is most interesting of do you tell Ellie the truth or do you lie to her and tell her, you know, uh, you know, whatever. I murdered everybody there and, and including Marlena or do yeah. you lie to her and say, oh, they couldn't find a cure. You know, there's tons of people out like you that are immune and, you know, they can't figure out a cure. And like, I love that the game doesn't give you a choice right most games would say like do you tell ellie the do truth wanna, press a yeah. or do you lie press x or whatever yeah. and like yeah, yeah the fact that i guess it would well whatever it would be but um the fact that you you don't get that choice and it just it plays out the way it plays out and it's you you lie to her and 
and she, you can tell kind of the way she's looking at Joel, like she kind of thinks she doesn't he's believe lying. him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I definitely got the vibe that she was like, "Yeah, I don't believe you." Yeah, and that carries into the second game. Yes, of, I now know that because yeah. I listened to that podcast and yeah, and know so, kind of what happens, some of what happens in, in the second game. So yeah, it's. I mean, I'm not going to spoil it here, but like that definitely. I will. It was. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it definitely taints the relationship. You know, that's too um, bad because that just happened and he right. did it to save the relationship and it's going to ultimately be something that takes them apart. Yeah. Well, well that's presumably you know, anyway, lies have that effect when you trust somebody and you lie to them, yeah. then, you know, it kind of what, what now you don't know what's real and what's not real and what to yeah. trust or not to yeah, trust. Yeah. What you can actually take for face value and what you have to question. Right. Yeah. But the second game, I think is a couple years after, the, the first, first game like i think it i think there's a, t- a bit of a time jump there so okay. um there has been discussion i saw online about whether they would recast ellie or whatever because of the age difference or whatever and oh, like I they sure said no they said a thousand percent no like we would never yeah. unless she didn't want to come back for season two like yeah. there's no fucking way we would ever recast her and i think that's definitely the right option like yeah, there's zero zero percent reason to recast uh that character bella yeah, ramsey does an amazing yeah, job she's so. awesome yeah um but yeah, I, I love I love the show, and I I think, like I said, I think it needed more time, and I think it needed another episode, or at least have this episode be a longer episode of like an hour hour ten something like that. This was like I think the shortest episode of the season. Was it? Oh man, brutal. Um, yeah, I could have definitely used honestly, like you've said it, but like it could we could have used a whole other episode. We could have used an episode getting to the hospital, and then we could have used an episode in the hospital. Totally. Yeah, and man, we we needed more infected too. That part is a little disappointing. Like, I have a friend who's like holding out on watching it because she's like, she's like, oh, she's like, I love horror movies, but I'm I hate zombie movies. And I'm like, I know it is kind of a zombie movie, but it also isn't. And I said, there's only like you know probably like six scenes in the whole fucking series that are zombies. Everything yeah, else, yeah, I is mean, more just like the shittiness of humanity. Yeah, I, that's that was the premise of the game, right? Yes. Like, I remember you saying that they did yeah. not want it to be a zombie zombies, yeah. game or zombie show. Like they wanted it to be about humanity and the, you know, love and hate and what that does to the human condition. And mm-hmm. how do you survive? And in, in, in especially a, when you go backwards with, with like the world, like, right. Being, yeah. Like a apocalyptic. Right. So what do you do to survive? How do you, how do you love in that, in that situation? How do you, you know, how does love taint your hatred for other things? Yeah. Like, it's all about that and relationship building and, and loss. And that's, that's the show. And like, mm-hmm. um, I think it's good, but it did, it did need an infected in the last few episodes. They should have had an episode that was full of infected before the finale. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I liked it. I, overall, I think the show's fantastic and I would give it like a solid nine out of 10. Like I, I love the show. I think it did a fair show very as a whole. Job. I would yeah. also give a nine out of 10. I think there's a few few things that could have done differently and done better, but like overall, I was very impressed. I, it's Me the best too. video game adaptation that's ever oh, been God, done. Oh God, yeah. So I mean, I haven't seen a lot, but yes, I would agree. I'm very excited for season two, and it sounds like it might come in late 24, but it sounds like it's gonna be 25. So uh, that's too bad. That's far. Yeah. So it's, it's too far to get excited for. Oh yeah. By then we'll be fucking 40 years old and everything will be different you know? that's next year for me so yeah well 
Oh, I turned 38 in a month and I'm dreading it. It's not that bad, trust me. Uh-huh. It is what it is. Um, yeah, Third so seven. that's that's the end of spoilers. We did it. That's the end of spoilers. Way to go. Let me take the banner off. I did it. Oh, you put oh. it back on. There you go. We're professionals. We are very good at being um, podcasters, professional podcasters. Yeah. Uh, so next week, obviously, we'll only have Mandalorian to really cover as a as an episode. But I, like I said, I will be covering Scream Six. My thoughts on Scream Six next week. So. And he will cool. also watch eighty thousand different things, and we can talk about that for the rest of the show. Thousand percent. Um, <laughs> I will be a very very busy boy, and then obviously, like I said, next week I'll be streaming Resident Evil Four next weekend. I'll post on Instagram uh, my exact schedule for that right now. But I have a plan which might not happen but my plan right now is to do like a 12-hour stream so nice driver yeah. canada said my friend is the same way zombie fatigue wild how last of us has to prove itself because of the walking dead's run the walking dead for sure and i think we just got a super oversaturation of zombies between like yeah. 2003 and 2012 or whatever yeah, like everything was zombies and i love zombies i've always been a big zombie guy but even I like I burnt out on it. I was just like, all right, as a story premise, this needs to either be flipped on its head somehow or like um, just put to bed for a while. It was the same yeah. with like uh, natural disaster movies in the like mm-hmm. mid 90s. Mm-hmm. Like we got every fucking movie had to be a natural disaster movie. And then like eventually everybody got sick of it. And you know, or vamp- superhero movies now. Yeah. Superheroes now or vampires, like same thing. There's so yep. many vampire movies for a while and then everybody got tired of it. Like, or superhero vampire movies like Blade. Like Blade. And Morbius. Yeah. Well, I mean, we didn't talk about this at all either, but James Gunn's officially uh, directing Superman. Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. So, we'll see. That's probably good, right? Or no? I honestly don't know. I don't know. If his tone for movies works in Superman, Superman, yeah. I mean, he did that one, like dark-ish Superman kind of thing, right? So now it's gonna be drugged out animal attack movies. Cocaine <laughs> cat, cocaine dog, cocaine, <laughs> cocaine cat, dolphin, cocaine shark. Oh, I love it. Cocaine, cocaine shark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I um, I don't know. I I. I don't know what the new trend is going to be. It feels like it's still superhero movies. Yeah, I don't... it is right now. Meth monkey. <laughs> that's perfect. New drugs for new animals. That's, yes. the, that's it. I love it. That'd be awesome. Heroin <laughs> hawk. Heroin hawk. That's great. Um, Kitty crack. There you go. There you go. There we go. Yeah. Um, they're making a twister too now, apparently. So really? That to look forward. Yeah. Weird. Saw that today. I Imagine it's like a twister and they de-aged it, like the actual twister. <laughs> looks like it's in its prime again. It's like yeah. really spinning fast. Yeah, you get Helen Hunt. Helen back Hunt's back. To do it. They de-aged her too. She's yeah. like, I can't move. Yeah, she's 75 years old. Is Pedro in it? <laughs> he plays the twister. He plays the twister, yeah. That's right. Um... He's like, this is the way. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, we're idiots. Uh, we're all good. just idiots. Uh, what are you doing for Whip Wednesday this week? No Whip Wednesday. I'm taking a break. Fair enough. Whip Wednesday is officially on hiatus for a little bit, so that's fair. Probably until realistically, probably until May. I might I'm do. I might. I might sneak an episode in here or there or something if I 
feeling like I'm, I mean, I know I will miss it to a certain degree, but yeah, yeah. I, might, I might sneak an episode in somewhere in there, but um, yeah, I think I probably won't be regularly doing them again until like May, I would say. Hey, everybody deserves a break, man. You work hard, so. Yeah, girl, you know it. Um, but I'll still be here every week, so this is where you get your, this is where you get your fill of customs by Matthew. And, and you know I like. It's a short right leg. You know I like to be filled. I know you like to be filled. I know how you are. Yeah, buddy. Jordan from Canada says, good to break at times. Yeah, man. Hey, things get stale after a while too, man. And like, you gotta, you gotta have a little bit of rest to get like reinvigorated and re-energized and, um, there's nothing wrong with breaks. Breaks are good. To be breaks honest, it's, you know, it's like I said to you, right. And I don't think I really went into it too much on my stream, but like, it's hard because it's like, and I could just change the day, but it's still going to be the same problem where it's like, you know, Monday night I spend prepping everything. Right. And then, you know, that puts me behind on other things because like my schedule of the way everything drops is like, I have to be done Monday. So like everything else that's important on my list just gets shuffled to Tuesday. And then I'm like the second day into the week and I'm already behind and I'm just like, fuck. And then I get Tuesday to kind of free up and catch up and do it. But then it like stops me from customizing that night. And then, yeah, it's just, and then like, I have like a few projects I can't really share. So it's like the timing's just right. Like to just step away and just let it go for a little and then I'll come back and well like i said too right it's like you we both work full-time jobs outside of any of this so it's like you know if uh if we if we didn't work full-time we could make fun content all the time and it wouldn't feel like oh yeah man so much extra job but like if anyone wants to pay me my salary exactly i will happily do youtube and we will we will advertise anything you want us to advertise i don't care if you pay me a living wage any product you want me to have and show off i'll do it if it, it could be a fucking leotard i'll yep. put that on and i'll show my ass i don't give a shit just give me money show my ass. don't give a shit i, I will shave that that's the standard i, I will shave, my, show my, ass. I don't shave my toes put nail polish on my toes and do foot porn just pay me enough money sounds sounds hot yeah, neil says if mando doesn't turn it up you gotta bring it back and save wednesdays yeah well luckily you'll be able to see matt's thoughts on it every saturday here so that's right this is where you get. This is where you get me. Yeah, buddy. Um, so follow Matt on Instagram so you can keep up with what he's working on and what he posts. Uh, I'll still be active on Instagram. You. Just won't be doing as much. Uh, won't be doing as much of the live stream thing for the next little bit, but that's okay. Hey, Mace, gonna I'll be, be here before you know it, buddy. Yep, it's true. It's true. I already like have five weeks away. Yeah, it's like times just flying by. I know it's crazy. Um, you can follow me at Moose Milk Media on Instagram, on YouTube. You can get the podcast on podcast services. Uh, it's it's anywhere you want it. We'd appreciate it if you to- told people to check out the show or subscribe or download the episode or any of that stuff. Because it helps us shit. grow and helps us find new people. And we uh, love to grow. As much as I love these, uh, you know, intimate little chats, it'd be great if we had ten people in here. You know, chat it up. Word, so. word, word, word. Um, yeah. But we appreciate those of you oh, who are here. Thank always you appreciate you guys, and it's you always, always nice uh, to have you guys in here. Make bring the laugh. great jokes. Yep, it's make true. me laugh. Yep, um, me too. Yeah, so that's the end of this episode. We'll be back next Saturday, like I said, with Mandalorian season three, episode four. We thank you all for joining us, and um, 
I will. I will, Neil. I'll I'll try to find it tonight, and if I don't find it tonight, I'll text my buddy tomorrow and see if he can find it for me. Um, Thank you, Jordan. Yeah, buddy. Thank you for being here. Hopefully, you'll still hang around. Yeah, I hope I still see you guys every week. But um, if not, I totally understand. Matt is the draw, and you're well, getting I'll still the last... be here. So hopefully yeah, I know that'll be enough. But and I'm not the draw. We're the draw. You're you're seeing less less our of sweet, Matt. Our sweet milky nips are the draw. <laughs> This is weird. This turned weird fast. It's got really adult really quickly. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, thanks, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye.